Welcome to Your Food Looks Funny. I am Marcus T, and today we'll be continuing with part two of Picky Kids. I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. The, the stuff that we get advertised to, and I think that's where a lot of restaurants, and that'll be my next point, a lot of restaurants, especially fast food places, uh, cereals, everything marketed towards kids is making it look like it's almost cartoonish. Mm-hmm. So making it seem like it's the next thing to have. Well, your kid has to have this, and that's why so many consumers spend money on it because the kids beg the parents, the parents buy it, and that's Absolutely. how. It, it, yeah, I feel like I watched something on that before where they they obviously do that on purpose. And they make it appealing to the kids, so the kid bothers the parents to go get it, and then the parents are probably going to get some too when they take the kid to get it. And So people have been noticing that with toys for years, but they don't pay attention to the same thing with food. Obviously, they know parents know that kids love fast food and sugary cereals and sugar this yeah. because sugar is addicting. And not only do sweets have those same sugars in it, but so will meats and, you know, just fruit every day that's in the store will be added sugar to it. So like a watermelon that you grow organically yourself might not taste like one in the store because the one that made it to the store had extra sugar added to it. Or frozen fruits and vegetables have either gone through a blanching process or they've added sugar to it. So that added sugar is going somewhere into your kids. And then they're running around everywhere. And then people are like, oh, why are they so hyper? It's these kids these days. No, it's not these kids. It's right. It's the food they're eating. So true. It's the food that they're eating. So, like, our generation had it bad. We came up in the 90s. You know, fast food was mainstream. Like, back in our parents' days, it was around. But they were still using somewhat natural products back then. Burgers were normal sized. Now we have... Eight ounce burgers is a normal thing, and they just recently got rid of a lot of supersized stuff. But that was our heyday supersized, biggie sized. When Coca Cola, to put this in reference for kids drinking soda back in the day when it first got big in the early 1900s, soda, when it first came around, Coca Cola was served in a six ounce bottle. How many kids are drinking six ounces of anything nowadays? So a normal can of soda nowadays is 12 ounces. That's less than a measuring cup. 12 ounces is a normal can nowadays. Most people grab a 20 ounce bottle and on the label they made them start putting it that that's a two and a half servings or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But who sits down and drinks a soda in three, you know, in three different sittings? Who's drinking half a can of soda? Yeah, who's reading the label? That, there you go. So the kids that are consuming these products aren't the ones reading the label and the parents that are getting it for them don't have the time to read the label and it's not their fault it's the industry taking advantage of the kids that beg the parents that don't have the time or they just need some quick fix Mm -hmm. sometimes and it's not with the parent neglecting it's just that that's the way the world is there are more people nowadays to market to and kid people pressure each other Mm -hmm. so if you know that your friend down the street is getting a lot more work done because they're feeding their kid this product that's a lot easier to make you ain't checking the label to see if it's okay all the time Mm. not all the time yeah it's just the way it is we all want what's best for our family again i don't have kids they have kids but we all want what's best for our family time is the most valuable currency that we have and a lot of times you just don't have 
health is wealth as well. And when that ingredient is super long and you can't pronounce half the stuff that's on that ingredient label, you don't know that, you know, most of those things are just corn and soybean and yeah, I think Dan Daniel does. Daniel pays attention to labels, I think, even more so than I do. Definitely so, a label guy. He pays attention to serving sizes, hmm? and he will measure things, you know. He will measure out, I can't yeah. think of anything off the top of my head, but he's definitely measured things for me, you know, that he's given me to eat or to drink even. Because like you brought up earlier, I don't remember what you referenced, but, you know, if you just freestyle and freehand the pour of some type of sugary drink early in the morning you've just exceeded the daily recommended intake for sugar by like 200 <laughs> percent and it's not even eight o'clock <laughs> so everything else you eat that has sugar in it like it's just an overdose on sugar and you wonder why you you know might feel sluggish in the course of a day mm -hmm. and with my children our children that's one thing that I really try to pay attention to. The sugar. The sugar. Yeah. And again, you know, that's one thing being 90s kids uh, raised in the 90s as we were. Again, we were in the prime heyday. So we were in the prime heyday of a lot of things. Some good, some not so good. So video games. We were in the prime real estate of play outside to video game ratio. Playing outside was still a thing. But when we came in, we still had Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, PlayStation, we had all the good ones right as they came along. But we also had Pop-Tarts, Toaster Strudels, Eggo Waffles. Yeah, lunch all the yeah. processed foods. Everything was processed and sugary. You starting your day off with, like Daniel said, twice what you should have had for oh, the entire yeah. day by the time you hit school. So we're buzzing until fifth period, and then we about to pass out from sugar crash. And then at lunch, we have fries and... Fruitopias. Yeah. yeah. So true. You know, and I feel like our generation is one of the last ones that were truly tuned into the television, cable networks, mm -hmm. and, you know, those different food, the food industry that was putting out the candies and the cereals. Commercials were every other at that time period. Yeah, like you said, TV was our big medium of advertisement. So watching Nickelodeon and Saturday morning cartoons, which was still a thing back when we were kids, finding the product that came up in between those so 30 second 60 second intervals of seeing you know the new flavor of captain crunch or a new pop tart that just came out that was our instant want and now kids are you know at two years old on the phone searching through the internet already so okay. they have different types of advertisement that is hitting them because a lot of them get to skip commercials a lot of their mediums of seeing tv and, and programming they don't even have to worry about commercials anymore so they have to worry about influencers. That's the new thing. The, yeah. the people that they yeah. like to see are now selling them the products they like On YouTube. directly. Yeah. Playing with toys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are the kid influencers. I just had a, a memory of, um, you know, you were talking about the things we watched as kids and mm -hmm. how, you know, the advertisements for different foods and whatever it might be. But, like, Nickelodeon. Do you remember when they came out with the... Um, like the colored ketchup. It was like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was yep. like we had oh, the yeah. purple at some point in my household. Oh, yeah. I don't remember if it tasted the same or not, but I just... I was it, grossed out by I that. I think it tasted the same. It just looked mm. disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was disgusting. There's yeah. no point of having purple ketchup unless it's made for something else. So have you ever made a... Uh, 
ketchup out of like beets? I have not. No. Try that out. So we got plenty of beets right we now. We do, too. yeah. So for um, right before we closed down back in March, we revamped our quinoa burger. So we had quinoa burger, which is our veggie burger with fontina cheese, and but we added lentils to it, mushrooms and carrots to beef it up like the mm-hmm. burger. Yeah, so it had more texture to it instead mm-hmm. of just being, you know, quinoa gets soft, it's like right. biting through pasta. I love quinoa. Chef wanted me to come up with a condiment to put on it, so I wanted to stick with something that wasn't just ketchup or you know we got every kind of aioli. I don't want to have something mayonnaise based as heavy on right. there. So I took some beets and cooked them down with a little apple cider vinegar. Don't know what else at the current moment. Um, but just made a beet ketchup instead of using tomatoes. Wow, yeah. I would, I would definitely That's try that. Cool. You know, because I feel guilty every time I squirt ketchup on their plates. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, not Nova so much, but Sahan and Dion, they... They both, they love, they love the ketchup. And yeah. I know it's like, you look at the label, high fructose, fructose corn syrup, you know. And um, I made that shift with syrup, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get syrups that are like locally made and mm-hmm. not going through that same process. So it'd be interesting trying yeah. to find an alternative for ketchup. Yeah, but just trying to curb sugar and salt from my diet now as an adult has been an adventure. So I know it's tough having kids especially when they get used to having certain condiments and certain things especially like uh candy i don't know how big do your kids love candy chocolate anything nova loves candy our middle child yeah just a reese's girl yeah dion likes some i think chocolate is her thing nova likes candy like (laughs) example we went to a birthday party recently for one of my nephews and they had a pinata hmm. and they had just like taffy kind of suckers and like just all the the stuff you really don't want your kid to <laughs> right. have right. In, in the pinata. But Nova was like every day. I mean, she so she was sent home with this cup of candy and she carried the cup around with her. Her and Sahan both carried their cups of candy around with them for days because they were just so excited to have it. Hmm. But every day, Nova would be so adamant, like, can I have some candy? Can I have some candy? You know, and just not understanding how terrible, even though we, I think we do a good job of explaining that type of stuff to them and, like, yeah. why they can't have it whenever they want and why they can't have excessive amounts and things. But but um, Nova, they don't understand it yet. And I would just, Nova's, our, she's a candy lover. I think we've, just try to establish a foundation and talk to them about nutrition mm-hmm. and the opposite, you know, lack of nutrition with certain yeah. things that we eat, but not try to hammer it or totally that cut them off right. from that world, you know, because that could have a reverse effect. Sure. But I'm looking forward to the future. We can actually build on that foundation and they might want to start incorporating, just having a certain high level of nutrition and they can govern that. Mm-hmm. And even back to Dion, you know, like I know there's going to come a certain time where she wants to try certain things, you know. Let me ask you this too. So, Daniel and Kelsey are married. Kelsey, uh, Daniel is my cousin by blood. So, we were in the same class, we're three months apart. So, Daniel. 05? Yeah, straight up. 
So me and Daniel were like the same height for most of our lives up until about seventh grade. He went away for the summer and came back and he had outgrown me by a few inches. I wasn't very happy about this, but later in life, I have uh, thought about different things as to why this may have happened. Was it genetics? It could have been because his mom and dad were just taller than my mom and dad were. Our moms are sisters and his mom is taller than mine. How tall is your mom? I'd say like 5'10". Okay, my mom was probably about 5'7". I, I just kind of, it's probably something that just lingers more in my head than it should sometimes because I've become very comfortable with the height I am. Why do I need to be taller? Why would I need to be taller anyway? I don't think it's necessary. I can reach plenty of stuff. Uh, I have step stools in the house if ne necessary. I wonder if it's because of our diets. Like I said before, I ate a lot of fast food as a kid. My mom was a cook by profession, but she did not like cooking a lot at home. He ate fast food, but not to the degree that I did. His mom cooked a lot more at home. And I wonder if her cooking more at home attributed more to his height. Maybe that gave him an extra inch or two? I don't know. I don't, maybe it's just my head working against me, but maybe I might have gotten a six foot if I decided to eat a few more vegetables. Dan, Daniel just told a story off, we, were on, we weren't on mic, a second ago about us ordering Chinese food, and uh, I ordered something. Pepper steak. No yeah, vegetables. that's what it was. Pepper steak with no vegetables. Double meat. <laughs> I was double meat. I was straight about protein and starches. The vegetables were just decoration on the plate sometimes. So, you know, it is what it is. But I felt like that protein should have helped me accumulate something else. I just, I guess the mus muscle density helped out, but it didn't actually help the bone growth. I needed some more vegetables and, and milk. He drank milk. I did not. I didn't like milk on my cereal, first of all. I would drink the milk on the side after I had eaten the dry cereal. <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. I, yeah. I didn't yeah. like to drink milk, but I... You know, I would have it in my cereal, but I would not drink a glass of milk. <laughs> but no. you were the opposite. Yeah, yeah. I, I ate dry cereal because I didn't like the texture. It was back to episode one of texture issues. I did not like having soggy cereal. Mm -hmm. So when I, I would that. go eat at his house, if it was a sleepover or something like with me, him, and my other cousin Brandon, and we were at the table, they ate faster than me. Mm -hmm. So they would be done eating and I would still be there eating slow by the time I'm getting through my meal the cereal soggy and I hate soggy cereal, but I gotta eat it. I'm gonna get a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hated that so I would eat dry cereal and chase it with the milk when I got to college I would actually like spritz a little bit of milk on it at a time uh -huh. Until I could get to the point where I ate it fast enough with the milk in it Do you think a kid's diet will attribute to the genetics that they have later in life, their growth, you know, some of their habits, maybe their memory. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because I, you know how you feel when you really pay attention to the things that you put into your body. And, you know, when you try to eat a little more clean than usual, things like that, you feel better. And so absolutely, I think that, you know, what your children eat, it matters a great deal definitely it would it will contribute to things in the in the future in my opinion oh no that's facts whereas like vitamins you know like when you look at the etymology of it vita vital mm -hmm. life 
You know, so when you're giving your body those things, you're giving yourself life. And it's more than just words and semantics. You feel it. Mm -hmm. My dad was a big juicer Mm -hmm. for the majority of my life, and he still juices. When I lived at the house as a teenager, I didn't drink his vegetable juices. Company would come over, he would force them to drink, and they would (laughs) love it. I only drank the fruit juices. And they were tasty, but I got older, started to juice on my own. And really noticed, you know, how my mood and just my energy and just how brighter I felt mentally yeah. after I would drink these juices. And then when I worked in the school system with different students who, you know, come from, you know, they just weren't in the best way. Family situation is not the best. You know, they're not performing that well at school at the moment. So I would juice, I juice with a lot of students hmm. and ask them how they would feel, you know, about half an hour, an hour later. Hmm. And I would notice that they were all getting along and just chilling, doing their work. Yeah, I forgot about and, that. And um, they all were vocal because they were very present, smart kids, you know. Yeah. So they could actually, they were very self-aware about how that juice made them feel. Yeah. So I think it's major. And that's why I applaud uh, former First Lady Michelle Obama for her initiatives with trying to clean up the food that we give our kids in school yeah. is like you brought up man we was eating doritos and pretzels and cheese walking tacos, and walking tacos yeah. and french fries yeah. and washing it down with pop so you know i think that's it's big. all bad <laughs> but like i was saying earlier about uh kids nowadays don't see those supersized items like we saw back in the day that's because of her she yeah. made them start reducing the size of sodas and stuff because you could get like a 48 ounce at one point and you go to Wendy's. Like their smallest one was like 32 yeah, at one point. Who, who needs that? I don't care that's if it's crazy. halfway filled up with ice. That's still, how much sugar Awful is Awful for right. your body. And then the amount that you pay for it because most restaurants are getting uh, condensed sodas now. So, you know, you see in the soda machine with the syrup and then you just add the, uh, the carbonated water to it. So pure sweetness mm-hmm. but the amount of money that they pay for that that's why they give you the drink most of the times with the combo meal because they're paying pennies right. to sell it to you for two dollars in order for you to reap all that sugar in your system it's yeah. just, it's just literally playing farmers you know pennies for the corn that they use to make the sweeteners yep. for those sodas and then they sell them for dollars you know that's why McDonald's started selling that sweet tea for a dollar. You can get a large oh sweet gosh, tea for a dollar yes. and they pay two cents to make it. Diabetes costs a whole lot more. I've said before, but I'm going to do an episode on why certain foods cost so much. So some people will say, I can't afford to eat healthy. And that's because they're not weighing the price of, do you want to live a few healthier years extra? Or do you just want to use less money and I think the money often weighs a lot more on people's minds than it should Mm -hmm. because if you pay a few extra dollars here for organic ingredients or more vegetables or go to your farmer's market instead of the grocery store you know that health benefit you might not see it now but later in life you'll have to wonder just like I did with the whole you're taller than me conversation is it because I ate something different Mm -hmm. you know and you don't want that to be the price uh, when you get older because once you I think at least me once I hit 30 it was like my body didn't recover like it did 10 years ago yeah. and it's just like you got to stretch a little bit more and you really take your diet into consideration mm-hmm. now being an adult versus when you were a kid especially being a kid like your children's ages younger than seven 
you're not aware of what your diet is doing to you yet. And then once you hit your teenage years, you feel invincible. Right. So like yeah. I heal quickly. DNA is exploding. Yeah, so you, you're you're growing at a rapid rate. You can eat as much as possible and recover from it. And your parents are going, oh, I can't eat that much, or it's too spicy, or you know, I get indigestion. We don't know what indigestion and heartburn right. is at that point. Once again, I hate to cut it off here. That's the end of this week's episode of Your Food Looks Funny. Tune in next week for part three and the final episode of our Picky Kids series. Uh, check out yourfoodlooksfunny.com for the latest episodes and recipes. Also, donate to the show on there. Help us keep going with some of these episodes. I uh, appreciate you listening. See you next Wednesday. All right.